What's up, Get Better Everyday fam? Thank you for joining. You're here because you want to improve. You're on a mission to get better and make progress. Or you're considering joining the community to get better every day on whatever it is you want to do and live a happier, more positive, more intentional life. For those new to the podcast, here's how it works. I'll talk about uh, stories from my life, sometimes things I've learned from others, and usually leave you with a reference to learn more. Uh, we took a hiatus, but I'm going to be back every Saturday, um, barring any major events or things that get in the way of that. So now we'll get into today's episode. It's about stopping the snowball before it gets too big. The snowball I'm speaking on today is when it comes to anxiety and when your mind starts trending downhill. I'm hoping from today that you'll be able to uh, leave with a takeaway or a system or improve your own system, start creating one, but just having a resource before the snowball of anxiety before it gets too big. So we'll get into it. This is relevant to me uh, because I'm going to share a story that happened last Friday. Honestly, I started off the day at peak happiness. The sun was shining. I had plans in the evening. It was the happiest Friday I've had in a while from about 8 to 11 a.m. And I'm, I believe I posted something about being positive and I was wearing a shirt that said smile. So I am at peak happiness at this point. It's Friday. I'm extremely happy. Then in a meeting, I received a message that frustrated me. That message that frustrated me set a trigger. I thought about other things that angered me that, that were going on at that very moment. Just very minor things. They started to build up. That was frustrated. Uh, and then I like spoke up in a meeting about something that really didn't matter that much without like full composure. And when the meeting ended, all those things came together. And my anxiety and my thoughts were racing. It built a large snowball that started going downhill. Even though from 8 to 11, I was extremely happy. All it took was little things adding up. When I look back, I noticed I usually take a walk around 11 a.m. The fresh air helps me. Going outside helps me. The sun helps me, and just movement helps in general against anxiety, and I miss my 11 a.m. walk. I also thought I drink a, a medium-sized coffee. I usually do that on Fridays. So that, drinking a little more coffee also amplifies anxiety just for me. It's something that I've noticed, um, but I still enjoy coffee. And then the third one I noticed was I usually eat something for lunch or snack by now. And I didn't do that. So those were the main things. More than the actual events, the minor events that frustrated me, those three things were what I, I put my attention towards. So I decided to get uh, go on a walk without my phone, that would help me the most at that time. 
out of those three things, which one would help me? Usually the walk helps me a lot. So I went for a walk. It was funny, actually, uh, on this walk, started talking to myself. I glad, I'm glad I didn't see anybody I knew. Um, but the strategy came from uh, the monthly professional development meeting that I'm a part of. Um, so if you're interested in developing yourself, talking with people, and expanding your network, learning new things, teaching others, you should definitely consider joining. Shoot me a message. But anyway, in that meeting, one of our members shared that he went for hikes and he had conversations with himself. It helped him become more mindful and more aware with himself. I didn't think about speaking up or talking to myself intentionally, but nothing really on this walk was done intentionally. That's the great thing about walks, hikes, thoughts in the shower, thoughts while working out is that none of it is from the conscious mind. None of it is intentional. What's taking place is you open the trap door for subconscious mind while you're doing an activity to take control. Because your conscious mind, which gets in the way, is distracted by the activity you're doing. So this allows the subconscious to come front and center. So when I was walking around the city, talking to myself, I had a few priorities come to mind that were in my subconscious. They were the most important things for me to do at that time. It was, one was call your dad. Another one was call this person for this project. Plan for this other thing you're working on. Call this person for this other project. So I was walking. I wasn't thinking, but those were the four things that popped into my head on the walk from my subconscious because my conscious mind was focused on the activity that I was doing, which was movement. If you notice, nothing that created that snowball effect downhill earlier came to mind because none of it actually mattered. I didn't think of the meeting. I didn't think of the frustrating message. I didn't think of the other things that were frustrating. None of that came to mind. Actual important things came from my um, subconscious mind, the actual things that mattered. So I returned home back in a state of joy, called my dad, had a great conversation. No work meeting will ever be close to the importance of having a conversation with him. No job, income, or anything will be close to being as relevant to family. But in the moment when that snowball is adding up, these tiny things that don't matter start building into a big snowball that your anxiety attacks you when you're weak and makes it seem like those things are what matters, but they don't. I also, I, I grabbed some food. Like I said, I was hungry. Before my next meeting, the anxiety, anger was no longer there. I successfully stopped the snowball effect before it got too big. Before that snowball turned into an avalanche. Here are the steps that I use. I share because I hope they help you. Some people learn better from hearing stories and taking the lessons of their own. 
Others prefer bulleted takeaways. So that's why I generally share both um, in my episodes. But I've shared too, this takes consistent effort. This took years of failing, researching how the brain works, researching uh, different things, trying new things, watching videos, listening to podcasts, reading books, talking in groups, etc. So I share that because I want you to keep working, keep making progress, and don't give up if this doesn't help right away. But anyways, here's my steps to stop the snowball before it gets too big. Step one, if you notice in the story, is observe yourself. You have to be able to take a step back from your life sometimes in the moment. View yourself like you're playing third-person mode if you're a video gamer. You know, you can see your character. Or if you're watching a play on stage, imagine you're the person on stage. You have to be able to view yourself and be able to critique what's going on from a higher view. Because there's chaos in the weeds of things and in the moment when you feel that taking place, you have to take a step out of the moment for clarity. Step two, ask questions to yourself. When my anxiety builds up, there are three things I go to every time. One, are you hungry? When's the last time you ate a meal or a snack? Two, when's the last time you had fresh air? Three, when's the last time you moved? And four, is there anything outside of the norm today that could be causing this? Maybe more coffee than usual. Number two, ask questions. When my anxiety builds, there are a few things I go to every time because I created this system and now it's almost pretty much automatic. One, are you hungry? When's the last time you ate or had a snack? Two, when's the last time you had fresh air? Three, When's the last time you moved? Four, is there anything outside of the norm today that could be causing this? In the example, it was more coffee than usual. Third step is take action. Whichever one of your questions seems to be the most relevant to target, you must take action then to resolve it. You cannot stop the snowball without taking action. Even if you can't identify what it is exactly that will be the best resolution, even if you can't identify what would be the exact best resolution, also have some steps that will help you regardless of situation. Some I recommend are walks, giving someone you're close to a call, Ask how they're doing. Go help someone else. Say thank you to somebody. These are all ideas, um, but I recommend you think through what activity, no matter how much anxiety you're feeling, makes you feel better. Write it down. Have it ready. 
for when this takes place. Because it will take place. The snowball will start to accumulate. What are you going to do when that happens to stop it from turning into an avalanche? Last step four, reflect. How were you able to help yourself? Reflect on what steps really helped you. What did you do to help stop the snowball? What process did you follow? Maybe it's mine. Maybe you have a different step that you add. Either way, reflect on it. Because what this does is it strengthens the process. It connects more neurons in your brain to deepen that process and make it easier for the next time. It won't be automatic in a day. But if you do this for a month, a year, you'll be in a better spot. And I can say that confidently because that's my story. I used to let the snowballs turn into an avalanche. And they would, there'd be multiple avalanches every day. But I created processes like I shared and ones I'll continue to share to help me improve my life. So I want to say thank you to everyone that listened with me. I've got more listeners each episode. I will be more consistent with my releases for the rest of the year. And I hope you can take away one thing from this and apply it to your life. Please subscribe. Please leave a rating. Please share feedback with me. Because I'm practicing what I preach. And my goal is to get better every day. Get better every episode. Make this more impactful and impact more people each episode. I love you all. Get better every day.